This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all bills all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Another dominant performance from the Buffalo Bills, this time mostly by the defense, as they win 37-3 to over the Washington Commanders to move to 2-1. and one. Welcome into the postgame show immediately after the game here. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. Matt's actually still in Washington. You're going to hear some of the, uh, the plane announcements going on overhead. We don't want him to miss his flight here. Amazing you're jumping on here. I'm already back from the team charter. but Don't rub it in, is, man. Uh, I know. But this is a uh, this is one of those deals where we want to make sure that we get everything out and talk about it as soon as possible. So let's do that, Matt. Uh, a completely dominant performance by the Bills defense today. We'll talk about the offense, but I think everything has to start with the defense. I don't remember a game where the defense looked that good. I think back to that game against the Dolphins a couple of years ago when they pitched the shutout. I think it was 35-0 yeah. or something like that. But they did that against a backup quarterback because Tua got hurt early in the game. That was against Jacoby Brissett. I mean, this was against an offense that put up 55 points in the first two weeks of the season. A lot of people really like Sam Howell. I mean, one bad game is not going to make or break this guy for his entire career. Maybe this is closer to what he is than the guy who put up 55 points in two weeks. But yeah, no, I mean, the pass rush was unbelievable. They had four interceptions. They had a recovered fumble. And oh, by the way, they still don't even have Von Miller back. The rotation was just hitting on all cylinders. Leonard Floyd looks great. Greg Rousseau looks good. A.J. Epinesa has a pick six, which is just ridiculous. The interior line looks good. Ed Oliver is making an impact. Like, he's really earning the contract that he signed. So overall, just a dominant, dominant day. There were points in the game where the commanders were able to move the ball a bit but then the Bills made huge stops, you know, on the first and goal that they had at the five or something. They hold them out of the end zone and the Bills go 98 yards the other way, kick a field goal yeah. like that could have been a 10-7 game if they score a touchdown there. But instead, it becomes 13-0. And then early in the second half, it was pretty obvious, like the Bills defense came to play today. All right. The one guy you didn't mention, I think just because you were mentioning everybody, it doesn't matter. But what a game for Terrell Bernard. I mean, Matt, yeah, I think this young I man. Figured- I get his entire segment. I didn't even think that, you know, I should have mentioned him off the top. That's okay. But you know what? I mean, Matt, his stat line just filled up. He was sensational. Like 
the the blitz he had the sack he's like shot out of a cannon he's so fast mm -hmm. and then he makes an athletic interception this is not to throw shade at Tremaine Edmonds it's going to sound like that Tremaine Edmonds was a freakazoid athlete he made plays but he didn't make splash plays he didn't like he was just a guy that man you put him in the middle of your defense and he could do a lot of things for you I mean, Terrell Bernard made more splash plays in one game than we saw Tremaine Edmonds basically making seasons. And again, I'm not trying to be funny when I say that, but that's the kind of thing you needed from your middle linebacker for the last few years that Terrell Bernard came up with in big spots in this game. Well, we always talk about splash plays, right? Matt Milano makes the splash plays. Tremaine Edmonds struggled to do it continuously. And it's not realistic to think that every game you're going to have two sacks, you're going to have an interception, you're going to have a fumble recovery. Like, that's just not realistic. But he was all over the place today. Now that he's getting a little bit more comfortable in the system, it's a lot. It's a lot to put on a young player. It's like, okay, you've got to now go call the defense and you also have to perform. That's a tough thing to get acclimated to. But the last couple weeks, he looks the part. So oh, yeah. if this is, you know, I, like I said, you're not going to replicate this. But if he becomes like an above average starter, what a find for the Bills, right? Because you could have him and Milano. It makes the defense that much more intimidating, that much more, I guess, dangerous, quite frankly. He, he, he did this without Milano having a big game. Milano had like five tackles. Matt Milano was a fantastic linebacker, but he wasn't a big impact in this game. To Robert now, let me read you his stat line, okay? He had let me two sacks, an interception, a fumble recovery, two quarterback hurries, and a pass breakup. He had seven total tackles. I think, and I don't know this for sure. I have to go back and look at maybe PR tweeted this out or not. I think he's the first player in Bill's history to have two sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery in the same game. That's the kind of game he had. And it comes as his third start at the position, his fourth yeah. start overall. And can I also say that, like, the this is also vindication so far. I mean, it's been two games. I think he's played really, he played really well last week, too. It's kind of vindication and validation for the organization and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott for a lot of people who are slinging arrows at them for saying, how could you – a, even if you let Tremaine Edmonds walk, how could you go with this undersized middle linebacker who this was, Matt, we said, we said, this is maybe the number one concern, right? Yeah. Maybe heading into the season. I, I always thought that Jerome Bernard would be a pretty good player. He just needed more reps. But uh -huh. what you said is right. Like even like the way he did today was beyond what my expectations would be. Oh, yeah, it was beyond anybody's expectation. I mean, he's going to win AFC off defensive player of the week he, this week. There's could, no yeah, questions. Right. His numbers sure. are out of this world impressive. So, yeah, no, this was the biggest question by far going into the season. It is still a question because now you need to see a bigger sample size, but so far, so good. You know what I mean? You really like what you've seen, and it's because he is so athletic. He is so rangy. He gets around quickly, and he has high-end athletic ability where he can make that play, where he catches it with his fingertips. You know, it's a different play when Tremaine Edmonds is there because Terrell Bernard has to jump up and make the catch. Tremaine Edmonds could have basically just stood up and tried to make the catch because he's so much bigger than him. But no, I mean, I, I almost think that there are times when he might better fit the Bills defense than Edmonds. And that's not oh, yeah. to suggest that he's a better player than Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds is a really good player. And Tremaine Edmonds just got paid a ton of money because he's a really good player. And I bet if the Bills could have kept him, they would have tried. But it makes you wonder. Maybe there were some areas that Edmonds did not like really thrive in that Bernard might be a little bit better in. There's probably areas where there are definitely areas where Edmonds was the better, more consistent player, but he also played 
five years as a starter. You know what I mean? Like Bernard's going to grow with the position and he's kind of protected in a little bit because he gets to play alongside an absolute freak in Matt Milano. And it feels like they really play off of each other pretty well. So yeah, so far, so good. Not even so far, so good. So far, really, really impressive for Bernard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, of course, he plays in front of a secondary that's also playing well and played another nice game on Sunday and beyond a nice game. I mean, a couple more interceptions for the linebackers. Uh, Terrell Bernard had an interception. Well, I guess a linebacker, two interceptions for Bernard now, two interceptions for Milano. Then you had the pick six from A.J. Benes. But how about Micah Hyde and Tredavious White getting on the act? That was great to see as well for the Buffalo Bills. Everybody mm-hmm. was coming to the party for the Buffalo Bills. Nine sacks, five takeaways, four interceptions by four different players and a defensive touchdown. Yeah, Tredavious White was the one that kind of flashed to me because that was a big time play. The way he jumped yeah. that route and he got in front of the wide receiver and made the catch, like that looked like the tray of old. And I think that's going to kind of build his confidence even more. You know, Sean McDermott has said in the last couple of weeks, we've seen flashes of the old Tredavious White. But I think for the player yourself, you need to be validated by a big play. And that can kind of build the momentum and yeah. kind of just get that confidence even higher. And I think Trey, now after this play, will have that confidence going up against a matchup where you're going to play some absolutely unbelievable wide receivers. Same thing. Micah Hyde makes an awesome play on that. He said he was mad that he slipped because he thought he could have taken it to the house. But overall, you know, to have both of those guys get involved, I mean, across the board, sure, did a couple deep shots like, Christian Benford got beat on the deep one from, I think that was Curtis Samuel who caught the deep one. It looks like he was just a little bit slow to get off the line, didn't have any contact, and then was just kind of playing catch up, and Samuel's a burner, so he got him there. But yeah, overall, I thought the secondary had a really strong day. Not even a strong day, a great day. The defense played sensational. Leonard Floyd doing exactly what he was signed signed to do uh, for the Buffalo Bills. He came up big as well. Kingsley Jonathan got into the act a little bit later in the game. He looked good out there. Uh, They did have Puna Ford inactive. I would say this, Matt, before we wrap up this segment on the defense. When the inactives came out and Puna Ford was inactive, there was a reaction of, well, what's going on? Puna Ford, he's not that good. You sign. Look, I mean, everybody's healthy right now. It's a good thing. You have to make decisions every week. And Kingsley Jonathan, they wanted more of they wanted more of a pass rush. They wanted to move Greg Rousseau a little bit inside in this game to get some length. So somebody's got to be the odd man out. Don't I would say to fans, don't look at it as why can't why is that guy inactive? What's he doing wrong? Look at it as why is the other guy active? He must be doing something right, and they have bunch a bunch of options. Yeah, it makes you wonder, though, because I was surprised when I saw that Puna Ford was not going to play in this game. But I guess I shouldn't have been because they love Ed Oliver. They love Daquan Jones, and they love Jordan Phillips, and they're all difference makers. Well, let me when stop on the you field. too. Let me ask you. Let me let me say this too: that I asked. It's really Jonathan for for Ford, and Jonathan's in defensive end. I asked mm-hmm. Kingsley Jonathan, "When did you know you were going to be up?" He said, "When Leonard Floyd was hobbling around earlier in the week." So it yeah. appears to me that, that the the game plan was, "Hey, we're going to use Kingsley. We have then we have um, uh, Greg Rousseau to go inside if we can." So that's how they practiced all week. So to me, it just became a numbers thing where that's how they planned it throughout the week, and they weren't going to change once they knew Leonard Floyd was going to be completely fine. Yeah, but isn't there something to be said that Settle was active and Ford wasn't? 
just because I know the reasoning of why you're activating Kingsley Jonathan, but I know they're not the exact same player, but if I Tim would think Settle that was should... inactive. Wouldn't there be the same reaction from Bill's fans? Why is Tim Settle inactive? What's going on? You just paid this no. guy again. No, I don't think so. I think uh, Puna I Ford know, I think probably right. has, I think Puna Ford has more name recognition among the fan base. And I think probably a bigger sample size over the course of his career that that would surprise people a little bit more. Like I think I Puna Ford, it's not Especially not going back to Settle. Washington to with Tim Settle. I think that's Tim a good Settle, point. I, that's a good point know, about Tim Settle. That's a good yeah. point about Tim Settle. Now, either way, my point is here, here's the bottom line. I don't think it's an indictment on Puna Ford. He was inactive. I think yeah. those just have a lot of options there and they're going to yeah. make decisions. And that's what happened Very, in this game. All right, let's talk about the offense. 